Welcome to the God Focused Podcast. And today we are taking on the topic of hope. And so each one of our speakers today will be coming at hope from their own unique angle. Today we've got Kevin, Bill, Robin, MJ, and myself, awesome Angie, honoring the awesomeness in all of you. And to start us off on this conversation, we've got Kevin. Go ahead and take it away. I'm going to talk about uh, John 16. Uh, in uh, the book of John, uh, we kind of learn about Jesus more from a uh, an angle of you know why did why did he come to this earth right what was what was his the bigger plan uh, for him and uh, and how does hope you know how does how does Jesus coming to this earth you know being our our Messiah being our Savior how does that give us hope uh, so in John John sixteen he says starting with uh, John 16, 32. The time is coming and in fact has come when you will be scattered. Each of you are each to your own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone for my father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And that's John 16, 32 through 30. And uh, what I gather from what he's saying here, uh, a couple of things, right? A time is coming uh, and in fact has come when you will be scattered, each of you to your own home. You will leave me all alone. Yet I am not alone. My father is with me. So he's, he's talking to his disciples at this point in time. And he's basically saying, you know, you're going to abandon me. You know, you're, there will be a point pretty soon where I'm going to be left by myself. And he says, but I'm not worried about it. You know, I, I, I know my father and I, my father is with me. And uh, so I'm not alone. And, you know, Jesus is the model of what it is for us to live spiritually, um, you know, spiritual life, right? Spiritual energy right jesus is uh god he is a uh, man and he's showing us the relationship between us as man to life which is god and so he says you know even when i'm alone i'm not really alone you know even when i'm uh, abandoned i'm not alone because my father is with uh and i think that's just good for us all to remember you know, if you, if you really uh, have a desire in your heart uh, to know Christ, uh, to, to, to love God, right? To, if you've really been uh, born again, right? If you've made that decision to uh, uh, be a Christian, right? Really, really um, acknowledge that, um, you know, Christ is our Messiah, right? Then you're born from above, right? You are you are recreated uh, uh, in, a, in a life of spirit. Uh, and, uh, and you have communion with your father. You have communion with God. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're alone. It doesn't matter if you're hungry or you're hurting. You know, whatever the trouble of this world is, um, God is not leaving. God is always there. The, uh, 
father is always the good. Uh, uh, and uh, growth as a Christian is really uh, building that faith, the faith that that father is there, the faith that I am a spiritual creation, that I am connected to my father, that I am one with my father, right? That he loves me uh, and I love him. That bond, that relationship, that is that is what the journey of Christianity to me is is all about. So he concludes, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace, peace, right? Uh, calmness, uh, a sense of security, right? In this world, you will have trouble, right? There's no, there's no qualifiers there. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world, right? So Jesus came to this earth as our Savior. He's showing us the model of how to live our lives. He's showing us the model of how to relate to our Father. And uh, through that faith, through that connection, through that relationship. That's awesome. Love it. Thank you very much, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome job, Kevin. Amen. Yeah. And Bill, you are up next. Go for it. Well, good morning, world. Good morning, uh, podcast. And uh, glad to be here with you guys. It's totally a, uh, um, uh, absolutely uh great thing and i look forward to sharing with you guys and my phone is messing up for some reason i'm trying to get to my verses i had all picked out <laughs> so bear with me here what is going on what verses were they maybe i could look them up on my end uh one was john 16 24 which version do you like i like the king james version all right King James or New King James? You like King James? Uh, King James. All right, uh, new, I got new, it. New, new, new King James. Yeah, New King James. Oh, well, I've got King James up. Let's That's see. fine, too. Let's see if it'll work. John 16, 24, King James Version. This is where, you know, hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. <laughs> we need the new King James. Um, ask and ye shall, re ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Let me Yo. get the, Yo. <laughs> Let me get the new <laughs> King James up here. So, um, you know, when I hear that, it's, uh, you know, there's a specific uh, statement that's being made that maybe uh, we haven't received our, our hope, our answer, our solution, um, uh, because we haven't asked in his name, you know? And so, you know, I asked in God, the Father, Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, please hear my prayer and, uh, and uh, uh, attend to it and provide me a solution. And, uh, you know, and in Jesus' name, amen. And, you know, it, it, it'll happen. So... There's a couple other verses here too. Is uh, Psalm forty-two, eleven? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? And this is him, uh, you know, David talking to himself. Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. You know, so you know that's very specific about putting your hope in God and uh, you know trusting that. He, uh, uh, you know, just has great things in store from you. And uh, another one is Psalm one twenty one seven eight. The Lord will keep you from all harm 
He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. <laughs> what words of great, I mean, that just brings me chills up and down my spine and gives me peace and, you know, lets me know that, uh, you know, even though I may be in the valley, the Lord is still watching over me. And he made me go through that valley to become a stronger person. And you got to remember, he gives his toughest battles to the people that are the strongest. And, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's so wonderful that we have these uh, people that had the guts to put down their thoughts on paper. And we all do got to remember this, you know, I believe was written by man, inspired by the Holy Spirit, God and Jesus uh, that put these words down. And, um, you know, Romans 15, 13, this will be my last one. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, just tingles and uh, connecting, you know, with God's word and um, the hope that he, you know, promises us. And there's so many more. I mean, I got like, I mean, there's like another 12 or 13 that popped up, maybe even more than that. But anyway, you know, um, when you're suffering and when you're downcast and when you're disturbed um, and whether you're a believer or not, the Bible is a great book. And not only that, it, it can teach you a lot about God and about Jesus and maybe open up your heart, your mind, and your soul to be able to accept him as your creator, as your Lord and Savior, Messiah. And, um, you know, I, you know, again, I died. I got to go there. I already know it's real. I mean, I already know it's waiting for us. And um, uh, we are so blessed to have picked a God and Savior and Messiah that is real and that's the most people struggle about because everybody doesn't get to have the experiences that you or I had, or it's all individual and personal and uh, can also be communal when you experience it together with somebody. So, uh, you know, just be open to the Holy spirit and have hope that God wants the best for you. That's all I got to say. That's awesome. So, Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Good stuff. You guys are all awesome. I, uh, I appreciate every single one of you. And um, yeah, this topic of hope, it's, it's vast. So I love hearing each one, everyone's perspective. Because everyone, your hope is this conversation that's completely different for everyone. People might need hope for survival, you know, for like literally for life or for their next meal or, uh, or hope could be um, you know, battling a health issue and just like, oh, is there ever, you know, is it even possible to have a body that will work again or, or my, or, or, you know, like think of someone who's even um, like maybe someone that is physically paralyzed or they had an accident of some sort or something happened and they, they literally are faced with this fact that their body is never going to work a particular way ever again. And then, you know, where do you find hope in that? Like, there's so many, so many scenarios. I mean, you could uh, well, Andrew, look, look at creators, our inventors, they, they got like a, I guess like an engineering mind. And when they're trying to, you know, 
uh, breathe their creation into fruition and make it materialize. I mean, how many times have they probably paused? Well, how do I figure this out? And then they got to, you know, I believe most of them go to God and say, God, give me the solution. Give me the answer to this so that I can create this for the universe. And I mean, small and big things, you know, everybody that's created something and materialized it, you know, has come upon a problem that I believe had divine intervention and allowed them to solve it. So. Ooh, I, I love that. I'm going to speak to that when it's my turn. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Good, good, good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Robin, you are up next. Take it away. Go ahead and unmute and let's hear your beautiful voice. There she is. Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Good morning. Okay. Good morning. Um, well, <laughs> this topic, um, we may have to revisit it. I'm telling you, it's, there's so much to it. And, you know, it's, it's one thing to talk about a word, the word hope. And it's another thing to experience it. Like you were saying, uh, Bill, in a personal way, you know, whatever the circumstance, yeah. the circumstances in your life, you know, yeah. that come and um, causes the pain or, um, you know, a challenge that seems overwhelming, a mountain that can't be moved, some kind of problem that, uh, you know, for a time beats us down. <laughs> so the one thing, an image that I was thinking about um, was that was um, an anchor. Um, you know, it can hold it holds um, a boat from floating away, drifting away into, you know, maybe a, a difficult, I mean, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Okay, well, let me read this first. <laughs> let me read this first. Um, I was, I think it's the new international version and the book I'm in is Hebrews, okay? So in Hebrews chapter six, um, I know it's like in the middle of the book, but the promise here is that no matter what is happening in your life, there are better things ahead when you anchor yourself to Jesus, when you anchor yourself to God. We have this huge history uh, to go back to in the Bible. And so God called Abraham. I mean, I don't know how many thousands of years ago. And he made this promise. We have the very same promise. We have the very same hope. And um, it's good to look back in their lives and see what God has done. But just even in our own lives, starting with 13. For when God made the promise to Abraham, let's see, when God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so after waiting patiently, Abraham received what it was promised. And verse 16, people swear by someone greater than themselves. And the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to all argument. Verse 17, because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised. The heirs, it's like, um, what Kevin was saying, the people who put their, their trust, everything in Jesus Christ. And God, 
himself confirmed it with an oath. Verse 18, God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. And that's another thing. Um, it's hard, you know, you turn on the TV and it's hard to know what to believe. You talk to people and it's hard to know what is true. <laughs> the fact that God cannot lie, he cannot break a promise, he cannot let us down. That is, you know, something to hold on to because everything in this life, it's, you know, it, it will pass away everything. And what is left is just God and us and um, unchangeable. I love that. It is impossible for God to lie. And he gave us a refuge. He gave us strong encouragement with this hope we have. And this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast. And to me, like in my life, <laughs> it feels like everything spins out of control. It's the way my mind is sometimes. It's the way, you know, I, I look, I get, I get stuck in my head and my perspective is off and I don't know how to get off of this merry-go-round. And, and then I think about God, he has never changed. He will not change. I don't remember the verse, but it says God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I mean, that gives me a lot of peace that he, you know, he can't be moved. He's not surprised by the cancer report that you got from the doctor. And he is not surprised that your child is dying. He's not surprised that this war, you know, in Ukraine is happening and he's there, he's there. And if you look for, if you look for him, you will find him and you will see him. You know, it's just like the Ukrainian, um, it's just like um, the mothers in Poland helping the mothers um, the refugee mothers who were fleeing the war. You know, that's just an example. These um, mothers in Poland gave, you know, gave this hope that they're there, they're standing by, they know what you need and they want to help you get it. It's just God as our anchor. That's all I can think about right now. Um, there's so many stories I can't even... I don't even know where to begin, but <laughs> there's, if you know, just hold on to Jesus. Just hold on to God. He Amen. won't, yeah, hold on to God. That is our hope, you know. That's awesome. Now and forever. <laughs> now and forever. Yeah. Yesterday, today, forever. I love it. Right mm -hmm. now. Amen. Great Amen. Job. Amen. <laughs> awesome. 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 Love, love, love that. MJ, you're up next. Awesome. Wow. What a morning. Already full. I don't know. Um, <laughs> gosh. Well, I like 
taking something from the Old Testament and then taking something from the New Testament and kind of putting them against each other a little bit. And so the first thing that I thought about was uh, Jeremiah, um, the prophet Jeremiah. It's a, it's a really great book, but if you get into uh, chapter 29 in uh, verse 11, uh, it starts with, for, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Just picture Jeremiah saying that to you, standing there looking you in the face going, for the plans I know I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's what my God is giving you. And I could just see Jeremiah. If you ever get a chance, um, look up Jeremiah on um, YouTube. And there's a, a really great little movie. I think Patrick Dempsey, if I think, was the lead actor in it, if I remember right. But it's just a neat little movie talking about the life of Jeremiah and see what he went through uh, as a prophet. Because a lot of times they were they were just abused by the um, the authority of that time. But they they had, you know, God's calling was on them. And whether you look at Samuel or you look at uh, Isaiah or um, just, yeah, I'm going blank. But anyhow, uh, and then I, I went ahead and pulled out my favorite. I was handed this verse in the New Testament, and it really spoke to me when I was looking for hope. And um, so I'll go through this. It's actually four verses. It's uh, Ephesians chapter three. It's a great prayer that that um, Paul uh, wrote down. So Paul's basically praying, and in the 16th verse, going into the 20th verse, 20 uh, to the 21st verse, right through there, it just says, I pray that out of the glor uh, gloriness of the riches that he may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in the inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that being rooted and established in love may the power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide this is, how long this is, how deep and wide and high this is, the love of Christ, so that you know that his love surpasses all knowledge and that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. And then in 20, it says, and now in him who is able to do immeasurably more than what we all ask and imagine in his power that is in work within us. And the glory goes to Christ. And that, that just those four verses, <laughs> it just pulled me out of just some, I, I was really low at that time. And um, somebody, a, a good Christian man handed me that on a business card and says, read this. And I, to this day, I just think when you have something that's that powerful in the Bible that can help you, you need to share it with other people and maybe just 
hand it to somebody, text it to somebody, email it to somebody. And that power and that love through the Bible, because we're all given a mission. We're all given this mission. You know, it's in his proportion that we have this power given to us. It's God's giving us, it's God's riches coming through the Bible so that we can then share with other people when they're having that time and it'll pull us out too. This is where you need to go. This, you just need to come to the Bible and look up, you know, I go to Google (laughs) and I just put in what I'm thinking. And it's funny how, you know, I will see different verses that will hit me. And Jeremiah is always there for me. Ephesians is always there for me. But it's just that love of God that came through other people. Like Bill was saying earlier, it's, 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 it's um, man written, but it was God inspired. And it, it's there and for power for us to use every day and that, give that hope. Just give you that hope. Amen. Ooh. Great job. Hey, awesome. Love it. Awesome. You guys are fantastic. And wrapping it all up. All right. I, you guys are amazing. Um, you know, Kev, you know, uh, shared with us, you know, just, you know, Jesus came to this earth, you know, to show us the model. I mean, he, um, you know, take heart. I have overcome. <laughs> I, to me, I, I'm a very visual person. So in my mind, as I'm reading the Bible or anything, you know, I can pull up that picture in my mind in my mind's eye and visualize it. Um, not everybody can do that. I, I mean, actually everyone can, they may not be practicing it. And I practice it a lot, um, especially based on it's just who I am. That's just how I'm wired. And the more on a practical level, the more you do practice that, um, the stronger that muscle gets. And it's a relationship. Like to me, it's all like we're, we're spiritual beings. So yeah, we're, we have a physical body. We live on a physical planet and we, you know, there's physical items, but everything's energy. Everything's constantly moving. And we all, you know, science even proves we can look at something and, you know, one person sees, you know, like the color blue, like we each see a different version of the same blue. <laughs> You know, we could be looking at the same thing, but our eyes filter it different ways. But we, how do you explain that to one another? I mean, we don't. I mean, it's somehow we come to this collective idea of what blue is, what green is, you know, and it's just interesting how um, I'm on a tangent here. I, to me, it gives, it gives me hope to know that, you know, like, um, like Bill was talking about creation and, in, and, you know, you know, think about the inventors of the world, people that are pretty much creating something from nothing. Like, where have we heard that before? Like, um, I believe we are all creators, you know, God, you know, came to this planet in the form of Jesus to show us the model, like Jesus, like Kevin was saying, you know, Jesus was the model. He came to this planet and look what he created. He came down here, um, just to show us how to do it. And not that it's easy. <laughs> he made it look easy, but um, you know, inventors, musicians, artists of any kind, those are the visual creators that we're used to seeing. And and um, you know, like Jesus was a carpenter, so he could like take wood and make things with it. Like 
that's creating something from nothing that, you know, it, you know, just what resources do you have? God gave us that ability on whatever level that is. And, you know, Jesus came down and used his words and just powerfully used his words, his presence, his, just the, you know, what he stood for and just the model of who he was and is. And, um, I, again, I grab that as another anchor and I, I just drop it inside and I, I just move around this planet knowing that, that I'm a creator, just like Jesus was, Jesus said, we can do greater things. So why don't we as humans believe that Jesus said you could do, I don't even, I don't know where it all is in the Bible. If you guys want to look it all up, but Jesus said, you know, I came here to show you how you can do greater things than me. Um, and so, you know, and Robin, I love the anchoring because that's, that's exactly what I'm doing when I read the Bible. I open, like when I need something, um, like very specific, I need some hope on something specific because it hope is on this various scale of whatever it is you need at, at the moment. And you open the book, the Bible, and it's like, almost like the verse is like right there. It just jumps out like, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> You gave me exactly what I needed. Like I could do that at any moment, open the Bible, read anything. And it's like, oh, I needed that because uh, the, the Bible is just so rich of wisdom. And that physical book is an anchor, like knowing that, oh my gosh, you know, I need, you know, if I need, if I ever need hope, you know, I can always go to that book and it, there's something in there and it won't take long to find something, um, which is phenomenal. And then, and then to be able to visualize like all the stories that show up in the Bible, to visualize that in, in a visceral way internally in our imagination. Again, there's that creation piece that we've been given as humans. Um, you know, like squirrels aren't out there, you know, inventing bridges and new things. <laughs> um, but humans, we've been given that ability. And I just, I, I just, all that wisdom, I just anchor it in. Um, and, you know, and MJ, just the, just knowing, you know, how, how love, like everything is love, everything is love and how wide, how deep, how expansive, like it, there's not a, a, a place that love doesn't exist. And, and then it's a matter of us as humans tuning into that. Like there's that war on focus again. What are we focused on? God focus when we intentionally with our self-conscious focus on God, um, rather than turning on the TV and like, okay, where, where, where's the, where's the TV box take us today with our focus? <laughs> there's commercials. Oh my gosh. Many different <laughs> Wait, what's that bill? many different eddies oh like my Dave Severn used to say the eddies you know and they'd go fishing off to the side of the river or whatever there's a little eddy and yeah there's uh many different channels and <laughs> it's amazing and it's up to us like it's like a radio like you can change the channel like you can just flip a switch okay i'm not gonna listen to whatever garbage they're talking about today and you flip the channel and you you know find something you do want to listen to um, I personally turn it all off so that I, I, and I go to the anchors. I put all these anchors inside of me. Like I can, I can look if you right now, if you think, what were you doing on September 11, 2000 and what was that? 2000, 2000, when, I don't know. 2001. What year, 2001. Yeah. Um, 9, 11, 2001. What were you doing? And you can conjure that up. That's a memory. That's an experience. You know, you, that is anchored in you. Not that you're always every day 
thinking about it and worrying about it, but it's something you can always pull on. Like if, if you, if someone says, um, nine 11, you know, it's like an anchor. You can automatically go there and remember that feeling, you know, where you were at, um, you know, and it brings up all this stuff. That's when, when I'm talking, when I'm talking anchor, just like what Robin explained, it's, it's that same thing. Like when you remember that verse I read or that experience I had when God showed up, however, and those are, I call those anchors and I call on them when I need them. And that's the gift we have been given as humans to be able to do that. We can pre-arrange those. And that's why, that's one of the main reasons why you want to always read the Bible, get the word in you so that when you get in a situation where you're like, oh my gosh, is there any hope? You can call upon it because it's already in you. And it's already in you in various ways anyway. Um, That's a whole nother conversation. But when you intentionally put it in by reading the Bible, um, then you're putting, you're intentionally putting that in there. So you can always call upon it. Um, and conversations like this just confirm. And, and when you have conversations with any Christian, um, it just helps confirm like, oh yeah, you know, you know, this, per- this verse gave me hope as well. And you remember that time perhaps, or, you know, it's just, that's how, that's how hope works for me. It's I, so again, thank you, Robin, for bringing in the whole, the word anchor. Cause that's that I never really actually thought about it that way until you said that, um, that that's exactly what I'm doing as I'm reading the Bible, as we, that's what we're all doing when, but now that we know it and you're like, ah, so I can intentionally (laughs) set these anchors up in my life. I it's, to me, it's pretty amazing. And, um, well, Ange, when you're on the water, also, also the, uh, buoy that marks a rock. So you won't damage your prop is anchored there Mm. for a purpose. Mm-hmm. So when you have those experiences in your life and uh, mm-hmm. deja vu, reliving a situation, you can go back to the anchor. Oh, I remember how this turned out. <laughs> right. Don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. Yes. It goes both ways. That's right. And that's how we learn. I mean, think about it. Like when we're babies, you know, you know, you know, if, you know, when babies learn to walk, most babies, most babies, most babies eventually walk, right? Like they don't like, you know, try it a few times. They're like, dang it. You know, I guess I can't be like mom and dad and like all these people around me, they walk Um, there. I, obviously there are some that, that don't make it, but, um, um, but most babies eventually have legs that they can figure out their body just figures out how to make them work. <laughs> and same thing with riding a bike. Most people figure it out. Um, not everybody wants to ride a bike or wants to figure it out. But I think most kids, if they have, if they have access to a bike, they eventually figure it out. They don't just kind of give up. <laughs> and there's this, the babies had a cloud above their head, like a text message screen. This is what I'm thinking about mom and dad. <laughs> and it's it's just it's so it's interesting to think from that perspective because their hope is i mean they see other people riding bikes so i can do this too they see big people walking i can do this too like there's a hope there that it's a visual anchor they see it all around them um you know but there there obviously is the other side where there are some that 
can't ever figure out how to ride a bike or maybe their legs don't physically work or whatever the case might be. Um, and that's a whole nother angle of how they find hope. Like what's the, what's the one story, you know, the two kids with a Christmas present and um, the one, uh, they both wanted a pony. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this. Well, <laughs> this story. They, both, they both wanted a pony. Thank you. Right. One basically uh, got, a, uh, well, they both got a, a big pile of manure in a box. And the one just goes, oh, I can't believe it. All we got was manure. This is, oh, this is junk. And then the other one's digging in there really fast looking <laughs> with all this manure. There's got to be a pony somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, MJ. Yeah, for... Very true, Mike. Yes, that's, that's uh, it's that hope and we have a choice. So that's two people looking at the same box of manure, making a decision. <laughs> one's yeah. going to go down the trail of, of of dirt, <laughs> we'll call it dirt, and the other one is following that trail of hope. Like I don't see the pony, but I know there's got to be one here somewhere. Here's the evidence. Mm-hmm. I see it. You yeah. know, and it's and it's uh-huh. the same thing. Like when we when we drive on the road, we have faith. Like so, here's a line of faith: faith and hope. Um, we hope that the uh, the people coming at us are not going to cross that line and smash into our car. I mean, we don't even think about it. It's just kind of a you know, we've just had, we have this agreement that you stay on your side of the line and we stay on ours. <laughs> and, you know, and, and then like, if you order like a FedEx, like, you, you know, you're not like, oh, I hope it comes. I, I hope I, it actually makes it this time. Like, no, when you order something, you're going to get it. I mean, there's like, <laughs> you have this, it's a faith. And then every year we can have the next conversation, you know, with faith and hope. Um, because there's a, there's a, there's a faith involved um so that you don't have to hope so hard <laughs> and there you go i think that's where i'm going with this on the faith side um because you have that choice is it you know manure and looking you know just staying in the the circumstances that are obvious yeah. or are you going to like say hey this is evidence of greater things mm-hmm. to come it's our choice mm-hmm. it's our choice it's our choice so that concludes my section. Anybody have any more thoughts? We, we I love it, and I just love it. Yay! We wrestled have, up some good. Go ahead, Robin. I know. I have thoughts just uh, flooding my mind, uh, like faith and hope. These are things that, um, that we have right now. And one day, we won't even need them because we will know. You know, does that make sense? Love it. Yes. Yes. What remains? And I asked myself, what does remain? Well, love does remain. And God is love, for example. Yes. You know, and we'll have that forever. Something that everybody wants, everybody needs. I mean, everybody needs love. And uh, I loved how you and she were talking about the spirit. And it is true. Somewhere in the Bible, it says... <laughs> about um i think it was the apostle paul he was talking about how um the spirit is greater than the body and yes while we you know we live in bodies but they contain our spirit they contain our soul the very essence of us so of who we are and in the end those things remain and i was also thinking and you know and i was looking up the word 
um, looking up the word power and energy because, you know, the Bible talks about God being power and it's hard for us to imagine. Well, okay, so it's hard for me to imagine um, how a spirit could actually influence this world, you know, the, the physical world and how um, God has the power. I mean, he has the power by words. He has the power by, um, you know, by, oh, it's so hard to explain. He causes things to happen. He can cause things to happen. He can cause you to understand something. He can, he can cause a stranger to help you. And that's how he does it. That's how he, you know, his um, power and his energy flows through us by his, uh, by his spirit. I don't hey, know. Robin, you are really also, Robin, you were also talking about how God is love and first Corinthians 13, 13. Yes. Um, it says, and now the, these three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And God loves us. Jesus loves us. I love you guys. Mm. You know? that's Amen, awesome. brother. That's awesome. Amen. That, that's awesome. That's a great way to end this. Um, no, the Holy Spirit loves you too. So, I mean, you know, and uh, that's uh, God and Jesus speaking to us through that. So, all right, great job. Go ahead and end it up, Angie. Wrap it up. I like where you ended it, Bill. Uh, the, the, all, three things remain. Faith, hope, and love. Hope is in this. We were talking about today, but the greatest is love. And um, I uh, appreciate every single one of you. What a beautiful conversation, as always. The best always, as ever. And um, in each conversation is always going to be the best because <laughs> why not? Oh, you guys are awesome. So faith, hope, and love remain. Um, the greatest of these is love. And just stay God-focused. Find those anchors for you. Stay in the word. Stay God-focused. There's a war on our focus. And um, I, you know, I can't even imagine life without a relationship with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And I can't even imagine. So dwell on these beautiful things. And all God's children said. Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast, that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at 
gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.